Hey, what's up? Leron here. Thank you for joining me in episode 180 of my daily podcast today. I just want to fill you in on some things, give you a quick update. It's been a while since the last episode. This entire month to two months have been a bit crazy. Um, I feel like my productivity in um, every given day is a little lower than usual, and I'm not really sure if I pack more tasks and more stuff to do every day or it's just me being slower probably a combination of both being a little distracted but that's fine it's just uh, a temporary situation but the end result is that I don't get to do enough of these uh, and I end up postponing many times to the next day Uh, so my apologies for the fewer episodes now I want to talk a bit about um, my recent YouTube videos and also a new challenge Uh, of keeping focused while filming. So uh, I actually, usually I don't watch my own videos and it's just because it's me. So I find them a little boring sometimes, but looking at older videos does sometimes make me uh, happy and interested. Uh, But once in a while I will watch a video and just kind of look at myself and observe myself and how I respond to it and try to see it with some gap, emotional gap, uh, and figure out how people perceive them uh, in, a, in a way of do they find them helpful or not. Uh, and one of my recent videos, I think, was... And it's funny how these videos will never be the ones that get the most views. It's so funny. But the videos I know as a creator are the best, are usually the ones that are forgotten. Uh, it's the one about how to focus on a specific part of a scene. So I show the large boat scene and I focus on just one boat. And I, I really do believe it's one of my best videos ever with the most solid and useful advice yet. Of course, it's going to be just a typical amount of views, which I'm fine with. Um, But it's funny. I do know a lot of people go back and binge watch videos. So even if many people miss the current ones, you know, when they when they come out, uh, hopefully the videos will rack some more views. Uh, in the future, because I do think there is a lot of value in them. And if you're really in the watercolor journey, if you're really uh, working hard on your skills, you will be able to relate to a lot of the things I show in these videos. Uh, now, one of the things I do want to improve is the challenge of staying focused while filming. Um, I find that there is some kind of a gap between paintings that I do when I'm just off camera for myself, quietly, peacefully, uh, and paintings that I do while filming. Now, when I talk while filming, that's obvious. If I talk and I narrate real time, it takes a lot of mental, um, of the mental memory, and RAM, if you will, um, and the ability to focus. Uh, so that's obvious, but very often, even just the act of filming, even if I don't talk at all and I plan on recording a narration in the future, uh, after the fact, even these instances, I find that the results end up being a little inferior. And it's just that one small thing you have to focus on. Um, funny enough, when I narrate the videos real time, sometimes the result is better because I get into my showmanship. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know, the, the energy is higher and I get something special in a different way. But very often when I just film, uh, I do have to focus on the camera, make sure that it keeps filming, make sure I don't run out of batteries, run out of space, all sorts of weird things like that. And just the, the fact that I know that I'm filming sometimes makes me work a little more impatiently because I'm thinking about how long the process is going to be and the video is going to be all are very negative to being immersed in the process Um, and this is my challenge of figuring out how can I turn on that camera and just paint as usual 
not worry about the length of the videos, not worry about anything else, just focus on the process. Because I do know it's possible and I did have that experience uh, in the past. I think a lot of it is just coming to terms with the fact that I will produce whatever result I will uh, and doing a lot of paintings off camera just to balance it out. Uh, So I'm actually starting to work on a painting off camera. It's going to be a really cool one. Uh, You heard it first here. Uh, It's going to be a painting of me and Ruth sitting uh, outside on a bench in the boulevard. Uh, I loved the picture and I decided to paint it. Um, I did the drawing today using the grid method. Uh, I will put the picture as the picture of this episode. Uh, Hopefully you'll be able to see it. Uh, But yeah, so I I did a drawing because it's rather complex. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, Me, Ruth, and the background. Uh, Ruth is our dog, by the way. If you don't know, (laughs) she's the best. Um, So I did it using the grid method. And I hope to start painting maybe tomorrow. Take it slowly, step by step. Be very patient. Uh, Because I've been devoting so much time to figure drawing um, and gestures and anatomy, which, by the way, I made huge progress with, um, I find that I have less time to you know paint so but that's fine one of the most important things right now for me is to it's funny it's funny to look at it as a dry ranking scale but I do if I have to rank my paintings and my art it will be a 7 out of 10 Um, and it's not to say anything bad actually I just think that 8 and above is like a level preserved to people who really put in uh, like more than a few years even okay so you know the 10 10 hundred what is it like uh, 10 hundred thousand 10 thousand hour rule sorry I, I i couldn't remember what it was it's the 10 thousand hour rule that says if you put effort 10 thousand hours of effort into a skill you will master it well i think i did put in that time to, to be honest let me calculate so if i painted uh, we're going to calculate this together i actually have no idea so let's see how much it is so i painted for almost an entire year for four hours every day so that's around uh, 1,400. Now, if I time that around five... So, yeah, no, I'm maybe two-thirds that route. Maybe I'm at around 6,000. Who knows? Um, it could be a little less because it was one year that was this much and then another... And it included Saturdays. But in any case, I'm on my way to 10,000 um, hours. But... I think that really the levels above that are preserved to, you know, when I look at the people who have put decades in. Now, we do think I can catch up, <laughs> hopefully in less than a decade. Um, but I do think that eight is something that I preserve for that next level. And it's just arbitrary. It doesn't mean anything or anything like that. But the way I do look at it at the moment is how do I bring it from seven to an eight? And when you're at the eight stage, you're really among the, the top, I would say. I hope to bring it up to nine and ten. Uh, but these are, again, all very arbitrary. And don't, you know, don't hold me to it. Um, and I don't. And it's fine if your work is a six. And if it's fine if it's a two even. If you enjoy it, it doesn't matter. Uh, but for me, that's where I currently view my level at. And I think a big part of getting to that 10 is mastery of the fundamentals, which is what I'm working on right now. So going back to the basics of form and three-dimensionality and figures and gesture and um, and learning the anatomy and the muscles. Today I learned about the obliques and uh, which was it? Another muscle I learned about. I forgot because it's too much information for one day. 
um, I really was at my limit, but I'm trying to remember now. So it was the obliques. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. The Serratus, I think it's called. Uh, let me tell you. Serratus anterior. Oh, that's a nightmare one. So I learned about two main muscles today. The um, obliques that are the sides of the torso or the stomach. Uh, and then this... Um, which are pretty straightforward. They connect to the rib cage. They connect to the pelvis. It's pretty simple, but the the serratus anterior it comes from the back of the scapula, and it's just a big mess. And its shape is really hard to define clearly. So that was a big challenge for me. Um, but I think I did a pretty dis- decent job. Um, and I think I got it fairly uh, down. Uh, the, the next couple of steps, I have like two or three other muscles. Then it's on to the hand muscles, to the arm muscles, to the, the hands, to the feet, legs. There's a lot of work to be done. I did this with the thought of, you know, working on this for the manga. But it actually, I think, will prove to be useful for many other things. Uh, and also for painting. Painting people. Um you know, uh, putting them in my paintings, I think that's really important. And I would like to get mastery, build mastery of the basics. I think it's really important for me to take things uh, to the next level and really um, shine, let's say. So this is what I've been up to. And, you know, when I'm trying to devote more time to the basics, obviously there's a little less time to to edit all the videos and film them. And I do um, stay very consistent on my uh, YouTube channel and Instagram, pretty consistent as well. And the weekly podcasts, kind of. Uh, But it does mean that some parts suffer, unfortunately. Um, in any case, this is it. I'm going to wrap it up for today. It's actually pretty late and I'm going to wrap up my day soon. I've been working a lot of financial stuff that ate at my time too. Just, you know, tax stuff, end of the year, the, the tax, starting the tax season, I guess. I don't know what it's like where you're at, but here is about the time for us. Uh, so in any case, take care, uh, stay safe, and I will talk to you again in the next episode real soon.